Yeah. And, and I would I would equate it to this, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. If you're trying to build a fire, yeah, the loose the looser your paper is under your wood, the quicker it will burn. As opposed to taking mm-hmm. a newspaper and wrapping it up real tight. Real Good analogy. Tight Great analogy. To, yeah. I mean, it, it's all about how much air is getting in amongst your fuel. Yeah. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Two. Whenever you use um, pellets, pellet form powder. And you push your bullet down on top of them. You want to, you want to push it to the down Camel boots on my feet, bow in my hand, walking in the early dawn to climb the. Redbone, what would you say if I could tell you that you could kill a buck on a certain day? I would say you're crazy. There's no way to predict how the bucks are going to move. Well, you're wrong. There's a new camera out called Wise Eye Technologies. These guys can predict the actual deer movement exact time that a deer is going to come through. Really? Wise Eye Technology? This camera has five megapixel pictures, has a GPS system built inside, and it's an experience using this camera. It collects data and tells you the movement, wind direction, everything. On a camera? On a camera. WiseEyeTechnologies.com. And how do I find out more information about these guys? You go to wiseeyesmartcam.com. I'm using them. You should, too. Make your hunt easier. Use WiseEye. Hornady Ammunition and WiseEye present. Welcome to American Roots Outdoors. We are in the studio with Redbone Mike Christ. And you just said Hornady first because I'm actually wearing my beautiful Hornady camouflage that is a nice hoodie look. today. This is nice. It is awesome. It is awesome. Thank you to you and to Hornady for arranging for me to have one of these. Yeah. Well, another reason why I mentioned Hornady is because muzzleloading season starts the 23rd. Yeah. Number one name in muzzleloader supplies. Oh, man. They got a new bullet out in the board driver. We'll talk about that. Uh, We're going to talk muzzleloading this show here. And uh, Boo Brawley's going to join us with Brawley's powder horn. And he's going to educate us. You can also use certain air guns during this really? season. Well, it is alternative methods. Yeah, alternative methods. Yeah, and we, we call it muzzleloader season because that's what most everybody uses. But yeah. it is actually the alternative method. Correct. I do want to say this before we go any further. Before we go to a break here, Boob's going to be calling in, in about five minutes. Boob Brawley, he's a, a GOAT, one of the greatest of all time when it comes to muzzleloading. Yes, he is. Very knowledgeable. But... uh I'm very concerned about MDC having a late season here in southern Missouri. I know in several counties, many of the bucks are dropping antlers, and they've been dropping for the last week and a half or two weeks. Yeah, and and we talked a little bit about that. You touched on that last week. In very your concerned. area, some of, the, some of the bucks are dropping their antlers. Other areas, they're not. Yeah, and if you'll notice, the areas that had acorns, they're still carrying their antlers. Do you know the bucks on my property where I fed buck grits, they're mm-hmm. carrying antlers. But I did have one of my buck grits bucks that was eating buck grits did drop night before last. Wow. Yeah. The gray face eight. He's a three and a half year old, eight point. Probably and it is really early for that to be happening. Well, stress, you yeah. know, stress and breeding a lot of does. It's just like a, you know, a bull. You turn a young boy into a pasture. So what I want to say to all of our listeners is going to be muzzleloading. Carry a good set of binoculars with you to glass the deer you're going to shoot before you shoot. If you're wanting to keep bucks on your property for next year, do not shoot these bucks without antlers. Well, Be or careful. If you, or if you've already tagged out on bucks. Yeah. Still carry a, binoculars. And you see a deer come out and you want to kill a doe, 
There's no antlers. It's still legal, but we're just telling you, if you want to manage your deer numbers, don't shoot your bucks without antlers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. If you're wanting to kill a doe, you better make sure it's a doe. Yeah. Here in about two and a half, three minutes, uh, Boob's going to be calling in. Let's talk about NFL. Okay. Chiefs won. Yep. Uh, I Denver, I wanted Denver to win. I wanted Dallas to win. They did not. But did what not about win. what about the Patriots beating huh? The Eagles. You know, uh, Seahawks. Drew Lock Seahawks. I'm Seahawks. sorry. Seahawks. Drew Lock, Missouri. Drew Lock, Missouri boy. Lee yeah. Summit, Missouri. Yeah, absolutely. Did you hear what he said after the game? They interviewed him. Yeah. Yeah, I did. And what did he say? Well, he just talked about the fact that it had been so long. He, play? he said, I didn't know if I was going to get to play. Yeah, he and he, no here's idea. what first thing out of his mouth. He goes, I'm blessed. Yeah. He said, I am blessed beyond. He said, hey, it's not about me. It's about the whole team. He said, I really didn't know if I was going to get to play or not. But he said, I kept telling myself, I'm going to get to play. I'm going to get to play. And he said he didn't know he was going to get to play. Until he got to the stadium. To the stadium that day. Well, and this is, this is why. And this is high school kids that are out there listening. This is why you prepare. This is why you work hard and practice every day because you never know when your opportunity is going to come. And when it does, you better be ready. Be ready. That being said, we're ready for Boo Brawley to call in. We're going to go to a break. This is a short first segment. Don't go away. We'll be back with more America Roots Outdoors talking on alternative season, muzzleloading, et cetera. Don't go away. This is Brenda Valentine, and you're listening to American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge and friends. Hunting off the farm, wishing on some love. I've been on a big board for a while. I can load him in the back of my truck. We can take it to a holler. Hey, Redbone, did you hear about that new deer feed? What new deer feed? Hey, Buck Grits, boys. You ain't heard of that yet? Buck Grits? Buckgrits.com. Well, tell us about it. What makes it better than any other deer feed? Well, Buck Grits has got the protein a deer needs. It's got the fat a deer needs. It's got the amino acids. It's got the energy. It's got it all, brother. It's going to well, bring them back after the rut, and it's going to put a rack on their head. And it's going to help the lactate and doe, I assume, too, after they have the fawns. That's right. Keep the fawns going and get them for the next crop. Well, where can I get Buck Grits? buckgrits.com you can get a sample you can order it directly from the website and we're coming to a retailer near you if you want to help a deer herd use buck grits across the creek up a big old hill year after year got my hunting gear ammunition presents welcome back to america roots outdoor segment two of our show and our subject matter is muzzleloading alternative methods, etc. And the season dates are December 22nd to January 2nd. The hours are one half hour before sunrise to one half hour after sunset. The limits, you may take only one antler deer during the entire firearm season, all portions combined. You may take only two antler deer during the archery and firearms hunting seasons combined. An antler point restriction applies in some counties. Each county limits the number of antlers deer hunting permits you can fill during the entire firearms season, all portions, and see the map for antlerless restrictions. Note, an antler, report, antler point restriction applies in some counties. And those counties, you can go to MDC and know those counties. The methods of hunting season methods, deer, firearms, alternative methods prohibited. 
any rifle capable of being loaded by any means other than the muzzle is prohibited. Shotguns are prohibited. Self-loading firearms with a capacity of more than 11 cartridges in magazine and chamber combined. Ammunition propelling more than one projectile at a single discharge, such as buckshot, is prohibited. Full hard metal case projectiles, prohibited. Fully automatic firearms, prohibited. Any sighting device that casts a beam of light on the game is prohibited. Electronic calls or electronically activated calls are prohibited. Night vision equipment, prohibited. Use of bait, prohibited. Use of dogs, prohibited. Motor-driven conveyances may not be used to take, dive, or molest, drive, or molest wildlife. Deer may be hunted from a boat with a motor attached. Additional methods may be prohibited by local ordinances. There you go. Deer firearms alternative methods allow muzzleloading or cat ball firearms, 40 caliber or larger, and capable of firing only a single projectile at one discharge. In lines and scopes are allowed. Multiple barreled muzzleloaders or capable cap and ball firearms and or muzzleloading or cap and ball handguns, including revolvers, 40 caliber or larger, are allowed and may be carried in addition to a muzzleloader or cap and ball rifle. Did you know that, Redbone? I did. Yeah. Okay, centerfile pistols or revolvers using expanding type bullets such as lead or copper. Airpod, here we go, Boob. You're going to like this. By the way, Boob's on the line with us, everybody. Air-powered, yeah, air-powered firearms, 40 caliber or larger, charged only from external high-compression power source, external hand pump, air tank, or air compressor. Talk about that, Boob. The air rifles? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah like I say, they're 40 caliber or larger. Um, I've shot them up to 45 caliber, and uh, they're very... Some are extremely accurate and extremely powerful. Plenty, plenty powerful enough to take the deer. And uh, the pump people, you know, they they talk about you know pumping them up. They want to. They say, "Well, won't you just get your regular air pump?" Well, regular air pump will work. Yeah, yeah. You got to get yeah. the high capacity because these these air rifles will pump up to uh, anywhere from three thousand to forty five hundred psi. Wow! Wow! <laughs> yeah. So, so, you, so can boob, get, you know, more shot, you know, multiple, you know, multiple shots. Yeah. Boob, you, Generally, you killed the a deer. The gun gets, the more, more air it takes to shoot them, of course, but then you've got, you use less shots. You know, so, uh, 45 caliber, then you give you anywhere from three to four shots, 50 caliber, about three, four, maybe, oh. you know, good, powerful shots. Hmm. You know, so, boob. But there's a lot of them out there. You know, they're, it's starting to get really popular with, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of states and hunters, you see a lot of it on the outdoor channels anymore. You know, too. Mm. So, Boob, you've killed a deer with an air gun, correct? Or now? No, not yet. Okay, not yet. But you plan on it? Yep, yep I plan on it. Yeah, yep. But you love muzzleloading. You, I've heard you say that. Oh yeah. You you love muzzleloading as much as shooting rifles. Oh yeah. So yeah, well, it's, it's fun. Yeah. There's so no well, doubt it it is a fun. So, Boob, yep. let's talk about. You know, to our listeners out there that that's listening, and they're going to get to hear this before season starts. What are the things they need to do right now? Get that old muzzleloader out of the closet or out of their gun cabinet. What they? What's the first thing they need to do? 
uh, first thing, well, it depends on if you've got an inline type or if you've got the uh, cap, you know, cap mm-hmm. and ball type. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you got the cap and ball type, uh, take a light, shine it down your bore, make sure there ain't no obstructions, you know, anything in there. Uh, make sure you've, you know, it's clean. Uh, take your nipple out, you know, make sure it's all good and clean. Uh, put you just a dab before you ever start doing anything. Put you just because if you, you know, took care of it, you'll have like a lot of bore butter or something like that in it. And, uh, put you, uh, small charge of powder, just powder down in it, uh-huh. and then pop you a cap on it till it shoots, you know, till it shoots a blank charge. And then that got her all cleared out, and then she's ready to go again, you know, to be loaded and sighted or, you know, shot, be see if it's sighted in. On your uh, inline guns, which are a little bit easier, you know, to mess with, uh, just pull your pull your breech plug, inspect it, make sure it's through. You know, you, uh, you can see through clear, it. Yeah, barrels clear. Pop a couple, maybe a two hundred nine primer, being what they normally use these days. You know, two hundred nine primer, maybe shoot one of them through it, and uh, then load it. And it'll be ready to be shot, sighted in, and and be ready to go. So, Boob, what, what do you recommend to our listeners to clean their muzzleloader these parts with? Now, uh, uh, Thompson Center, uh, they make a solvent, uh, yeah. a, a, a product to clean with, yeah. and a wire brush. Use a brush and a, mm-hmm. and a, mm-hmm. a, a pipe cleaner to clean these. Your igniter and your your. Yep your breech system. So what, what other product can you use to clean? Now, do you, you're the one that taught me and I'm going to touch well, on it. soapy, warm well, water. Yeah. Yeah. What I, what we use with our, with our, uh, Hawking type, you know, hammer, you know, hammer cap and ball guns. We just, uh, as hot a water, maybe with a little bit of dab of soap in it, and as hot as you can stand to, to handle. And, uh, just, it'll, it'll create a suction. Just start, drop the, drop your, take your nipple out. Put your barrel down, nipple down into a bucket of that water, that mm-hmm. hot water, and just start and get you a damp patch. And you start when you start working, it'll just siphon it all the way to the top. Yeah, and that water cuts that black powder. It really it dissolves it, you know, the black powder. And then we just patch, you know, patch it till it's dry, and then you know, grease it up with bore butter. And you know, when you're ready to put it up, and same thing, clean your nipple, clean your nipple out, clean the threads out around where your nipple's at, dried out real good. And uh, bore butter around the threads on your your nipple, and then oil it up on the outside. Oil it up good, and you know before you store it away. And then it doesn't hurt to look at it about you know you know every couple three months, you know to make sure that it's you know not trying to rust up on you or something. Yeah, I would I would kind of equate it. <clears throat> excuse me, uh, boob to cleaning your cast iron after you cook in it. It's a yep. lot the same yep. thing. This is, and, and I remember when I got my first muzzle loader. It was a fifty caliber Hawkins style, a cap and ball. And my father in law mm-hmm. used to belong to a muzzle loader club. They used to do reenactments, uh, rendezvous. Yeah, rendezvous. And yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I asked him, I said, "How how do I clean it?" And he said, "The very same thing you said." He said, "As mm-hmm. hot a water as you can stand to put your hands in." Only he said, "Fill up the bathtub with that hot water. Put the whole gun in it. Clean it out." Is it and make sure you dry every inch? That's awesome. We're gonna go to a break, everybody. Hey, don't go away. We got more with Boob Brawley.
one of the muzzle-loading masters here in the Ozarks. Don't go away. We'll be right back with more right after this. Hey, y'all, it's Tyler Farr, and you're listening to my good buddy, Mr. Alex Rutledge, on American Roots Outdoors. And my old pair of hunting boots Passed on down, planted deep in the ground Around your heart So you never gotta worry Hey guys, it's food plot planting time here in the Ozarks and all across the country. What are you planting this year, Wayne? I'm going to put some smorgasbord in with a whole lot of clover. You're wait, put wait, some wait, extra wait. clover in it. What? Smorgasbord? What is smorgasbord? Man, it is a variety of annuals and perennials that'll get you through fall time, winter time, and all the way into spring. It's awesome. You want to plant healthier food plots to track all kinds of game? Go to www.eagleseed.com. It's a smorgasbord. You know, we all get tired of certain things. The smorgasbord has everything. Your deer will love it. Eagleseed.com. American roots. Eagle Seed presents. Welcome back to American Roots Outdoors, third segment of our show. And again, we're covering alternative methods, and we're talking muzzle loading, air guns, and uh, we got a master on the show with us. This guy knows more about guns and muzzle loading than I will ever know. He lives it, sleeps it, eats, breathes it every day with reloading and, and muzzle loading, etc. This guy is the greatest of all time, and he's my cousin. Boo Brawley, his brother's the sheriff of Shannon County, so that, that their name is pretty dominant here. And if you're listening, no matter what country you're in, this guy knows what he's talking about. I want to say this. You know, what he shared with us about cleaning that muzzleloader, mm. that's crucial. What we're trying to do is get everybody prepared for the upcoming muzzleloader scene so they're not going to have any uh, problems in the field. So he's telling you, get that gun cleaned up. Make sure that breech plug's not seized. Get everything checked. And he always says, use boar butter. Mm-hmm. Putting everything, even seating the bullet in, use boar butter. It makes everything smoother. Redbone? Yeah. I have one question. If, if we could go back just a second, because uh, in, in the last segment, uh, Boob talked a little bit about these new air rifles. Uh huh. My question is, Boob, what is the range? on these air rifles because that sounds intriguing to people that are always looking for something new to enhance their hunting experience it's for a change yeah, yeah something for, different for, you know, something different what is yeah. the range on these air rifles if uh well the, the scopes and everything we've got these days you know where uh you know they're long range scopes and the you can a hundred yards is a is a good range on 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 these these new new powerful air rifles, so hundred yards is not out of out of question. I, I think know, that's, that's amazing. That's pretty easy. I think that's amazing. It is. It is. Yeah, yeah. I want yeah, to talk- it is with air power, and uh, you know the, it gets it every year. Well, probably even sooner than that, they come out with something new and change this, change that, more powerful, you know, better air tanks. You know, just it's it's almost a constant thing. Yep. You yeah. know, that, that they're uh, developing new technologies on these air rifles. It's unreal how accurate some of them are. Yeah, it really is just as accurate as any centerfire. Yeah, they are. Boob, I want to get back to muzzleloading. You know me; I'm a muzzleloader. Uh, yeah. The next step. What's the next step? We got our muzzleloader cleaned up. It's ready to go. We go to the field. Do we use the same amount of powder that we did last year? Since, you know, 
We yep. need to check our yep. gun to make sure it's still in line. It's been stored. Yep. It can be dropped. Yep. It can be bumped. So what's the next move? Oh, yeah. Once we got that yeah. muzzle yeah, over sure. clean. Yeah, slide her in a little bit. You know, shoot her a time or two before you ever head to the woods. That's a must. And then uh, whatever, yeah, whatever, each individual gun, they're almost just like centerfire rifles, too, you know, and, and people. They're different. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't hurt to, you know, try maybe a different bullet or two. You know, three different ty- you know types to see which one it likes the very best. Yeah, this new board and, driver that Hornady's got out is something. Let's talk about that real quick, Red. Uh, uh, have you seen it, Boob? The new pile driver. It's called the board driver. Board, yeah. board driver. Yeah, yeah. It's fast driver. and easy to load yeah. here. Fast and easy to load. The board driver delivers the ultimate yeah. muzzleloader performance. At the heart of the system is a polymer base, not a sabot, yeah. that seals yeah. the bore to deliver maximum energy transfer. And accuracy. Atop the base is the LEDX copyrighted or the FTX copyrighted bullet featuring a rugged glide gilding metal jacket coupled with polymer tip technology and interlock ring that delivers maximum maximum lethality. When you have one shot, this muzzleloader season, make it count. Use the best Hornady copyrighted bore driver. It's a cool bullet. It's a very accurate bullet. So yeah, yeah. There's yeah, different sure types are. of bullets out there, but shoot yeah. what shoots best in your muzzler. Talk, elaborate on that. Uh, you know, well, each like I say, each gun will be different. Yeah. You know, you know it, it want to want to generally a hundred grain charge. You know, is 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 the most common that a lot of people will use. Some will use up to 150 grain charge if the gun is rated for it. And uh, even some bullets are rated down to around uh, that 100-grain charge, too, in the velocities that it produces. Some are a little heavier jacketed and rated for the 100, you know, 150-grain charges. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you kind of do a little little bit of research, you know, on, on the, the bullet powder combination in your gun. Yeah, and, testing, testing. Know, it's, not, it's not uncommon to, to have a 100-yard, you know, muzzleloader, you know, you you know that you can rely on. You know, I mean, yeah. that's that's anymore. There, you know, just about every brand of muzzleloader anymore out there is a hundred yard gun. You know that easy. that Thompson Center Omega I got that you helped me side in and tune it. And you know, if you want your muzzleloader tuned and, and you want to get it to drive in tax, you need to go down to Boobs Redbone. This guy will help you dial it in. He got this Omega in. It'll shoot a, a, a three inch group. At a hundred yards, I mean that's that's pretty dang good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean they're 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 just like a musical instrument, like a, a guitar or a banjo. You yeah. got to have them tuned right for them to perform. Exactly, exactly. Now I want to yeah. talk about another bullet that they've got here. They got uh, Hornady's got what they call the Great Plains. It's pre lubricated for easy loading. The tapered base lets you start the bullet easily. The Great Plain, and it comes in different calibers and different weights of bullets. Uh, once we got our muzzleloader lined up and your muzzleloader's dialed in, you've got confidence in it, and you've got the right amount of powder, the right bullet. And I, I shoot a fifty caliber, Redbone, mm-hmm. Wayne. I do too. And you, boob nose. And yeah. uh, we got this thing. Actually, it's shooting a three-inch group, believe it or not, at 200 yards. Wow. I said 100. <laughs> but it'll shoot yeah. a three-inch group. Won't it, boob? We done it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, they're time-centered, man. They're, yeah. Yeah. Top of the line. So, so what Boob did, and I'm going to reflect back to that. 
he he tweaked it and dialed it in just like that guitar you said mm-hmm. we got this thing shooting and we, you know i'm a loose powder guy and boob is too mm-hmm. we like loose powder now the guys that shoot pellets it's okay but we think loose powder burns hotter and quicker don't we yeah yeah I, I, yeah i like loose powder yep yeah and the, and the reason is that, i mean is that the reason is because it can more air get to the powder faster i mean is that what the reason helps it burn faster boob it's a little easier ignited. Yeah, you're you're a little little more, you know, it's reliable. Quicker. Don't burns seem quicker. like it's quite as. Yeah. Some of the some of the pellets, and well, some of the some of the, uh, um, you know, black powder alternatives like you know your pyrodexes and your triple sevens and your other stuff. You know, a lot of that uh, is a little harder to ignite in pellet form. It takes more. Mm-hmm. Flash, hence, they go to the two hundred nine primer. Right. You know, none of that you can't. It's hard to set none of that stuff off with a number eleven cap. Yeah, you know, and you can if it's loose. You know, loose powder. One of the things boob just, boob taught me was was take a little bit of loose powder and put in the nipple, mm-hmm. the igniter. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. And put that uh, two hundred nine prime on top of it. It'll make it ignite quicker. Yeah. And, and, and these powders that don't ignite quick, you're liable to pull off your shot a little bit. Yeah. So you want your your bullet. Your, your, your muzzleloader to ignite quick as possible. As, as fast as possible. Yeah. And, and I, would, I would equate it to this, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. If you're trying to build a fire, yeah. the loose the looser your paper is under your wood, the quicker it will burn, as opposed to taking mm-hmm. a newspaper and wrapping it up real tight. Real Good analogy. Tight Great analogy. To, yeah. I mean, it, it's all about how much air is getting in amongst your fuel. Well, yeah. Well, two, yeah, two, whenever you use um, pellets, pellet form powder, and you push your bullet down on top of them. You want to you want to push it to them down to them. You don't want to pound it down. Yeah. You know uh, you'll have to beat the pound because if you ever crush those pellets, bust them Ooh. while they're inside the gun, yeah. they burn erratic. Yeah. yeah. You got big and old that's a great tip. I'm having a flyer once in a while. Well, if you pounded that bullet, having to drive it down, you know that right on top of them, and really pound it down when the gun's getting dirty. Mm-hmm. And you hit, you know, you're you're just bang, bang, bang. Well, you can bust them pellets. Yeah. And they're not that they're not that tough, you know, them, them yeah. pellets ain't. They're not. Yeah. So in other words, yeah, if so you're you gonna be use very careful. Yeah, if you're gonna use the pellets, be careful. All right, boo, we need to go yeah. to break. We're back. More American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge and Friends in Justin. Hi everybody, this is Brad Harris. You're listening to American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge and Friends. Accurate, deadly, dependable, Hornady ammunition. From a two-man operation in 1949 to a world-leading innovator of bullet, ammunition, reloading tool, and accessories design and manufacturer today. Hornady, each piece is hand-inspected to ensure consistency and quality. Ammunition engineered to perform flawlessly, simply put, the best. Hornady ammunition. Find Hornady Ammunition at a retailer near you and at Hornady.com. Soil Pro and Bug Grits presents 
Welcome back to segment four, the final segment of the radio show. Again, we've got our guest, Boo Brawley with Brawley's Powder Horn, one of the greatest all-around gunsmiths, uh, reloader, muzzleloader guy. We're talking about the different types of bullets and cleaning your muzzleloader and tuning that muzzleloader to get the best performance out of it, and comparing it to tuning the guitar or anything. It's like reloading it's to perfection, Redbone. Yeah. So we're talking about some of the different types of bullets that Hornady has, the Great Plains, and Boob wanted to touch on something real quick, if you're going to shoot the Great Plains bullet. Yeah, when it comes to uh, you know a long uh, projectile, long you know, bullet type projectile, your rifle has to be twisted fast enough to to stabilize that bullet. And most new end lines are roughly around one and twenty eight twist, one thirty two, one twenty eight. Where the your Hawking rifles, they need to be at least one and forty eight. Wow, to be able to stabilize, you know the, that bullet. And uh, like your round ball twists may run as like one in seventy two, mm-hmm. one in sixty six, give or take. Uh, that's a round ball twist. Mm-hmm. So, so, and it should say on the side of the rifle what twist rate it is. Like you know, most of them will. So a lot of people's probably shooting the wrong bullet. A lot of people shooting the wrong bullet, not matching their bullet up to the right twist in their muzzlers, Redbone. Yeah, and they don't even know it because they I had know no, it because I had no idea. They thought, well, why is my gun not accurate? Yeah. So what Boob just shared with us is what you call fine tuning, mm-hmm. knowing product. And I'm going to touch on this. Uh, another bullet they got they got hard balls, and it says they're created with the same exacting precision as our old swaged round balls, and made tougher by using a lead alloy hardened with an and antimony. Then they also mm-hmm. got the Monoflex bullet, a non-traditional alternative metal co- construction bullet option that is a fantastic choice for all hunters. And then they got the Peon, PA Conical. Uh, that's an old-type bullet, mm-hmm. uh, 35% more weight than a typical lead round ball. Touch on them, mm-hmm. uh, Boob. Yeah, didn't that come out? I think at PA, that's uh, Pennsylvania. They had a Pennsylvania was really, really old school, and I think not too long back, uh, so they were flint. They're still flintlock, ain't they? Yeah, they're in Pennsylvania, a lot of PA. Yeah, and they, it was patch round ball only. Well, they come out with that kind of a what was that like a half round, half half round ball, half bullet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they started allowing them to use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what this is. The PA is. It's, yeah, it's, it's it looks yeah. a lot like yeah. But it's got a rounded. They kind of, uh, they kind of look like the Super Bowl trophy. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it looks a lot like the the yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You, you know, know understanding bullets and understanding twist, Redbone. But go ahead, Redbone is crucial. Like matching the right amount of powder with the right bullet, you might want to try different bullets, like Boob said. To, to, to tune your muzzleloader to what shoots best. Yeah, I would I would agree. But I also want to say this, that uh, when, when we get to the alternative methods, and, you know, people have been, you know, shooting deer for a long, long time. Yeah. And and we talked about this in years past. And, and Boob and I have talked about this when he was on the show there a couple of times that you couldn't be here. And we have Boob on about the same time of the year. I think when it comes to muzzleloader season, it's all about the nostalgia, going <laughs> yeah. back to mm-hmm. our roots. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think the ultimate in in deer hunting for me would be to take an old Hawkins fifty caliber, 
cap and ball with a lead round ball that yeah. I poured and molded yeah. myself yeah. and kill a yeah. deer. And boop, don't I mean with your customer base and I know everybody we love the modern technology. And we promote modern technology. Love the modern technology, but there is some part of it that is about getting back to doing, roots. It, doing it the way they did yeah. in the old days. Your mind reflects back to, to that, you know, watching Jeremiah Johnson. Or yeah, yeah, watching Daniel you know, Boone. Yeah, yeah Daniel yeah. Boone, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm kind of that way in a sense, too, with my old car, my old 55 Chevy. Exactly. I'm a ripped on that. the same thing. I, I'm carbureted, you know, the, the old manifolds and the old wheels and you know a lot of these guys are going to ls's that's fine but you know i but want, I want old something to squall the tires i want something to smoke them baby and smell of gas and not electricity <laughs> well last last year when we we hunted down at peck ranch on the muzzleload hunt mm-hmm. was the first year my eyes are getting a little worse well i guess we all went when we hit our when we get in our 50s I guess our eyes start getting a little, me being up pushing 60, uh, you know, now, and you can't see them open size quite as good as you used to. Could. <laughs> so I, so I just dug out an old inline, a friend of mine gave me years and years and years ago, an old, old night. And I used it this last season down there and I killed a, I killed a deer with it down there. And, um, they're not this year, but been last year's last year's dinner. Mm-hmm. And um, that's the first first deer I ever killed with an inline gun. Oh wow! Everything else is going to like Redbone said, own poured Hawkins. You know, pour your own round balls and Hawkins. Yep, that meant something and to that's you. The way I always always hunted and killed them. Yep. And there's and a round ball person that's in that nostalgia. A round ball will definitely kill. We're going to share something with you real quick, and 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 I'm kindly putting you on the spot. We got three minutes left in this segment, then we got a bonus segment after this for the podcast. And uh, for all you podcast listeners, you can also go to my website, our website, uh, com and listen to all these shows. But uh, I want to share some history with everybody that a lot of people didn't know, and you know this, boob, because he's kin to us. Our cousin, your uncle Mac. Mm-hmm. What year did he create an inline muzzleloader before these ever introduced to the industry? Let's talk about that. I've got it hanging here in the shop. All right, tell everybody. Listen to this. Probably People don't know this. Night. Oh boy! Inline muzzleloader. In the latter fifties, maybe sixty. There you go. He created the uh, inline muzzleloader before I ever heard of anybody talk about it. He would make yeah, cannons, wouldn't he? There on the wall. He he created cannons himself, didn't he? I got it out here in the out there in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know when you stop and think about it, a cannon fires just about like an inline muzzle. Yes, yeah, yeah, same very, very same line, principle. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, Mackie Sart was probably the real inventor of the inline muzzle. Possibly wow. be the inventor of an inline muzzle yeah. before anybody knew it. Wow. He didn't yep. get it patented. Didn't, didn't at it least protected. in this around this country, never no doubt about that one. Because wow. the first inline yeah. muzzler was the night muzzler that come out. Yep. That was in the seventies, I believe. We got to yep. research yeah, this that. Was yeah, maybe the latter, the very latter fifties or around sixty. Mm-hmm. Mackie oh, Sarton, yeah, our cousin, yeah. No. So we got about a minute and a half left here. To all of the muzzleloader guys out there, what do you want to say to wrap it up this part of the radio show to to them about being safe and making that shot, boob? 
Well, just remember, well, for one, you got one, generally. There may be a deer dumb enough to stand there and let you reload and shoot again. <laughs> but remember, you got that one shot, make it count, and they're ju- they're, they are a firearm. They're, they're, I mean, in a sense, unlike a center fire, of course, but they still are powerful. They still got long range, no, considerably, you know, long range, and they kill just mm-hmm. as dead as a center yeah. fire rifle. And, Boo, before we go, uh, I know this is a, a, an issue of debate. We've talked about it in years past. You end your day hunting, you didn't see a deer. Do you unload the muzzleloader before you take it back to the house? Or do you fire not? it? Do, do you, you fire, fire it? it? What do you do? Well, it's up to the individual. If they want to fire it, that that's fine. Um, and then reload it again that next morning. Mm-hmm. Or... The, if it's been, you know, gets really, really cold and you've had your, your rifle out and you what about take moisture? It in the house, you see it sweat. You can see it actually water condense on it. You know, like taking, you know, taking a cold piece of steel right, you know, from 20 something degree weather right into a house that's 70 inside mm-hmm. or 75. It'll, it'll start, it'll kind of condense, you know, water will actually. Mm-hmm. So it's actually best if you can leave it in an area where it's going to stay cold. Yeah. Same, t- you know, about near the same temperature that you're going to take it back out into the next morning. Yeah. One last thing I want to say: if there's any, if any raining or anything, get you a balloon to put over into your barrel to keep yeah. the water from going down your barrel. That being said, we've had a great yeah. show with Boo Brawley. Again, if you're a podcast listener, tune in to your favorite podcast carrier, listen to a bonus segment. We're going to talk more about tips to keep your gun and the powder dry. We thank you again, Boop, for listening. And always remember, when your roots run deep and strong, there's no reason to fear the wind. So you never got to worry what the wind might do. American Roots. Thank you for joining us for today's American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge. You can find us on Facebook. Look us up on the World Wide Web at AmericanRootsOutdoors.com. We'll be back again next week on this great radio station. Hey, deer hunters, are you looking for an easy-to-use product to help enhance your food plots and enhance the health of your overall deer herd? You need to check out Soil Pro Outdoors. They are the soil health experts. They've developed a revolutionary and groundbreaking approach to taking food plots to the next level. It's easy to use. can be applied with something as simple as a handheld sprayer. Enhance antler size, the health of your herd, and the health of your soil. Soil Pro Outdoors help produce the highest quality forage possible. All natural approach to improving soil health. Find them on Facebook at Soil Pro Outdoors. Soil Pro Outdoors, the soil health expert. What we do from a whippoorwill to an old house who sitting still till it's time to shoot American roots. Take it to a holler. Take it to a field. To what? Bug Ritz presents Welcome back to American Roots Outdoors. If you're listening to this, you're listening to this on a podcast carrier. We're on every podcast carrier available out there. We air in 19 countries. Again, our subject matter and topic is alternative methods here in the Ozarks. And our special guest is Boob Brawley. And Boob has covered a lot of topics with us. And he's educated us on how to get us prepared and ready to go 
for upcoming muzzleloading. In the closing of the show, we shared a tip with you. If it's raining, you want to carry a balloon to put over the end of your barrel. And they make these little balloons at Thompson Center, etc., to cover uh, the end of your barrel. You might even want to carry a balloon with you during rifle season for your rifle. And we talked about hunting with open sights. You was talking about that boob. And I, I wanted to share with you something that I saw one of my buddies do on a rabbit hunt. You've seen this whiteout uh, for making mistakes yep. on paper. My buddy yep. carried yep. whiteout with him, and he would carry it with him to touch up the front side of his bead to make sure yep. he could see that bead. That's a tip that yep. they can use if you're hunting with open sights. Use whiteout. Elaborate more mm-hmm. on tips for people. Yeah. Yeah, that would that'd work just uh, just fine. I never actually even thought of that. You know, that whiteout where you can act, you know, touch it up once in a while and you can still um, see it real well. Uh, yeah. And it don't hurt. Um, always, you know, it never hurts to take something. You know, these new guns, you got what you got your uh, um, quick release breech plugs, you know, where you can just thread, basically thread them out with your hand, uh, you know, anymore. But it doesn't hurt to take, you know, your tools with you if you got you know the word you take if you got one you need you absolutely have to have a tool or something yeah. to take your breech plug out with yeah never hurts to take that stuff with you be right there with you because you don't want to have it in the truck and then uh, and then and then walk you know a few hundred yards away or a mile away from the truck or something like that and then need it mm-hmm. yeah you know, so i always carry extra speed with loads you. with me extra speed yeah, loads take your speed loaders yeah speed loaders yeah but if there's ever a failure and you need to take that breech plug out for some reason, you know, then you have to walk back to the truck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, That's good. That's a good you know. tip. And, and I want to say this, too, and, and I've touched on it once. You did also, but I want to touch it. Carry bore butter with you. I carry a pack, uh, a muzzleloading pack with me and an yep. old eight-cent yep. proof pouch, and I carry everything in there. I got extra powder. I got patches. I got cleaning swabs. I got extra bullets. I got speed loads in there. I got a ramrod, uh, mm-hmm. uh, a, a starter, ramrod starter. And, mm-hmm. I, of course, my muzzleloader, I carry a, a ramrod, long ramrod with me as well. Uh-huh. So being prepared, having stuff with you in the field in case something happens, Again, repeating as Boob said, you don't have to walk all the way back to the truck or go to your house. So being prepared yeah. means a lot in closing the deal uh, in muzzleload. Yeah, that's why they call it a, called it a possible bag. Mm-hmm. Put things in there that might possibly go wrong that you need. <laughs> yeah, and you never know. You never know. Never. So Boob, my never. question to you: What is the longest shot you've ever seen made with a muzzleloader there at your target range? And how accurate was that muzzleloader? And, and tell us about the load that was shot and what type of muzzleloader. You, you can shoot up to over 400 yards at, at Brawley's Powder Hill. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, around, yeah, just a touch over 400. Yeah, so yeah. what's the longest shot you've seen done with a muzzleloader and how accurate was probably, it? Probably 200 yards. Is pro- I think was probably the farthest we'd ever shot. My muzzleloader. Uh, I remember that. Yep. Yeah. And, you shot uh, a three-inch we shot other Thompson centers down there, too. I know a couple of brothers that had them. Uh, Thompson centers and they was fixing to go out out west uh, and you have to use the open site in Colorado mm-hmm. you, know, you can't have I think or you might be able to use a fixed red dot but don't don't 
don't bear check first. Yeah, check the regulations. They cannot have powered scopes. And uh, these, this was with open sights, and these Thompson centers, and uh, I take, can't rec- it's been a while back, I can't really recall the bullet. The powder, I think, was, uh, I think the powder was triple seven. But anyway, they shot up with open sights, mind you, and keeping them in a <laughs> pop the top, the top of a paint can, yeah. you know, keeping them inside a paint can lid at 200 yards. Wow. Yeah, that's how accurate some of them can, and that's open sight. Of course, they can see good and you know, a lot better than what I can. <laughs> um, but they were keeping, I have two brothers and they were fixing to go out with us. That's mm. accurate, and, man. That's accurate. And that, I'd say that's open sight. That's impressive. And that rail gun, you know, going out after elk. What bullet was they shooting, and how many grains of powder? Well, them guns were rated, I think they were shooting 150 grains of powder. Because, uh, you know, they were, they're, you know, rated, you know, they're magnum rated, uh, you know, that, for that distance. And you're shooting them, like, you know, getting a good impact, you know, enough energy, you know, at them distances. And uh, the bullet, I can't recall. It's uh, it was it's a it wasn't a sabotage. It was a probably like that, you know, Hornady. Yeah. Uh, SST. Is that or maybe in a power belt? One it was yeah. one or the other. Yeah. Because uh, you got to use full size diameter bullets out there too. You can't use sabots. Hmm. You know, so it, it was a so it was not a sabotage bullet. You know, it was a full size fifty caliber. All right, so boob, uh, I, bullet. I got I got a question for you uh, for for the beginners or, or you guys that maybe just been shooting for a while. Can you use too much powder in your muzzleloader? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure can. <laughs> yeah, if Blow it, not only is it not rated, if it ain't rated for you know more than a hundred grains, you got them little short barrel carbines and stuff. They're just barrels. Really, is not long enough to burn it all. Gotcha. You know, mm-hmm. uh, just the, it it progress. You know, black powder is kind of a progressive burn, and it just it'll blow big fireball at the end of it and it really you know it ain't pushing you what you need to do is if you have access to one and i have one down there anybody can use it if they want to use it a chronograph to where you can work your way up to a charge and see if you gain you know gain velocity by adding any power a lot of them it'll quit you may you may you may it may peak at 100 grains and not get any more velocity if the barrel ain't long enough to burn the rest of your powder wow you know, so so you know, there's all you're doing really is wasting powder and not mm-hmm. gaining anything. Sure. And is there a possibility of damaging your gun by doing that too? Yep. Yeah. If it ain't rated for it, yeah, it can start. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they call them Magnum. You know, mm-hmm. and it'll tell you in your instructions. You know, whether whether it's rated for 150 grains or or not. Yeah. Well, we're at the end of the show here. We're going to have to wrap it up. And I want to say uh, we're sorry that Wayne Locke couldn't make it with us. He has sickness in his family and said everybody's sick in his house. And yeah, we, the flu is going <laughs> had around. the flu. He said, Redbone said, don't, just stay well, home. I just got over sickness and lost my voice for a week and a half. I don't need that again. Yeah. So Wayne yeah. will be muzzleloading if he's not sick. And uh, we sure appreciate everything Wayne does. And we want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, too. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's all about Jesus Christ. And, uh, yep. Boob, you're always a great guest, and we love you. And how can people learn more about muzzleloading, and how can they contact you, and how can they come and visit you? Tell everybody where you're located and uh, how they can communicate with you. Yeah, 
were uh, south south 19, like you're heading toward Alton, one mile on the right. Out of out of wine on it. You can call 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 or just come out and visit. And your your number to yeah. your shop is five seven three three two five eight three nine zero. There you go, everybody. Boob brawling. I'll be yeah. Ours is one to one to five. I've 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 recently had uh, surgery done on my hip, mm. so we've been I've been out of the shop for a while. Yeah. Uh, just all, you know, off and on, I'm just starting right back to where we're nearly getting. I'll be open tomorrow and Friday. Now Saturday, I'm going hunting myself, so uh, we open tomorrow and Friday, both one to five, and then. Each week, I'm going to gain a day, so it won't be long. We'll be back open full-time. <laughs> Good deal. Well, Boob, thank you again for being a great guest, and everybody go see Boob and uh, use Hornady products. They're, they're accurate, deadly, dependable, yep. and that's what we, we live, sleep, eat, and breathe Hornady here in America. Rich, so do you, Boob. I know you do. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. And Boob. With yep. Boob, you know our saying. Can you say it for us, the first part? What's that? Our saying, our, our slogan, when your roots runs deep and strong, <laughs> there's no reason to fear the wind. Thank you for right. listening. Be no safe out there, the everybody. Yep. See y'all. Good luck. Uh, yeah, you too. In my old pair of hunting boots, passed on down, planted deep in the ground, around your heart, so you never got to worry. Hey. What the wind?